Wilson Hall presents Forgotten Futures with John Hancock as the GM. Should we recap while we're waiting for Mark, or should we do that while Mark is on the route? That will largely depend if you can remember it without Mark's assistance. Oh, yeah. We left um, <laughs> Has your, do- your dog just put itself in a cage? It looks as if it just opened a door and then walked in. Oh, it does. Yeah, he, he quite likes it. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good for him. Yeah. And the pincers. So. He enjoys the pincers. Uh, the smell of singed hair takes ages to wear out of the house, but um, <laughs> so yes, as I recall, you, you were in a sort of um, observational scouting mode. That's right. Yeah. We had come across. We'd met um, a wise Indian <laughs> or thereabouts in the <laughs> the back streets of Siberia. Yes. Um, Let's let's gloss over the use of the term Indian there, and indeed back streets. <laughs> and he um, showed—I forget what he showed us, but it was um, fascinating what, things. Oh, he he showed us an, an interpretation. He drugged you, and then he drugged us, um, and we woke up naked and tied to a tree. Um, he showed us an interpretation. Of Where what I come from, Luddy, we call that Saturday night. <laughs> from his perspective. Um, you tie someone to a tree in bloody Glasgow, they don't wake up in the morning. Um, sorry, that, what, that, I hope that wasn't offensive to any uh, Glaswegian listeners. Yeah, I would think so, actually. Oh, yeah, it probably is. Um, the, out there now, looking up what tree means. They want to tell anyway. you how tough their town is. You don't get to tell them. <laughs> I, oh dear. Um, <laughs> he showed us a vision of the the generator exploding, but from his perspective, that appeared to be was it a dragon? Well, we we, we interpreted it as the generator exploding. Yeah. Well, we also found a bit of the generator, or a bit that said Stingho on it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it so, could be something else entirely. But it probably isn't. Mosting home. Um. But yes, it looked kind of. I, I assume Archibald thought it was the kind of. Are you familiar with these generators, or at least that trade name? I have a little experience. So he, he would recognise that it, the bit you've got, it looks as likely to be from the generator as, as anything else. It's uh, it's just the sort of thing you would expect. Well, I think I see why it's not working. <laughs> Have you tried turning it off and on again? <laughs> well, they've turned it off. You can certainly say that, yes. Um, they're currently rebooting. It takes some time on account of the generator being scattered over a wide area. <laughs> Speaking of which... Well, that's not we're trying to avoid being scattered that's over a, a wide cruel. area. That's a bit cruel. Mark is occupying a wide area. He's gone again, you see. You've offended him. Oh, I'm so sorry, Mark. Uh, dear, oh dear. 
But in any case, we we have found what what we believe is that is the new test station site. Yes, the home of the second generator, but it is guarded. Well, there not, three, not very guarded. Three security but... personnel on the uh, on the dock that you saw more they guarded than we're equipped armed, to get through. I think. Um, and you could make out a few people inside, but difficult to see from where you were. So you'd have to either get up up on the river to look in through the gate, which is where yes. the security guards are. He's gone again. Uh, or you were going, I think, to try and scoot round to the north. Yeah, well, I think we had gone up river, up river and crossed where, where out of sight. Yeah, uh, I think the basic principle is it, it's not your big full-on military encampment sort of thing. But it's probably still better guarded than we're equipped to get through. What with us not being James Bond and all. Indeed. Being essentially two teachers and engineer. Though we have got a Scot and a woman. I don't know how that is in any way. Intrepid Scot. And you know how intrepid Scots uh, finish up at this sort of period. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, oh, oh, I don't know what to do about what. Should we? I mean, he's coming imminently. Uh, yeah. I'll probably Not cut this bit out if I can be bothered. I'm just going a minute. I don't know, though. It's practically editing. Oh no! I mean, it's um, it's almost a dirty word, isn't it? It's well, I, I can let you know what you see when you get round to the sort of north end of it all. Aye. Uh, I mean, yes. If anybody would like to spend one of those bonus points I so generously gave you, I will even let you discover that you did remember to bring the field glasses. Uh, uh, hey, a pocket telescope. Record. Oh, well, you actually got that on your, on your sheet. That's yes. fine, though. Yep, you can use that in that case, free of charge. <laughs> I've got six shriveled toadstools in a pouch. What, what are their optical properties, madam? <laughs> well, when ingested, they certainly produce some interesting optical qualities. Not sure those were optical as such. They, they, they seem to have gone a bit beyond that. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are... What's the term? Doesn't matter. Carry on. I'll butt in. Right. Uh, we're still not getting the full Ridley here, are we? Oh, we've just got a picture of him. Mm. Which, uh, is, he's a fine figure of a man. Yeah, I always love that picture because it looks like he's considerably too tall to be in that room. Mm. It looks like he's he's doing a wee and sort of looking at you over his shoulder. It's a very well-appointed toilet. He's kind of good. <laughs> so, um... You scout around... Um, you're quite a way to the north. Uh, you're going to leave your horses, I think, and walk. Was that the plan? Uh, uh, I don't think yeah. we've got as far as a plan. Right. But in, in the general sense of, yeah, let, let, let's um, hob- hobble them so that, so that if we get horribly killed, they, they won't starve to death, but they also won't immediately follow us. Right. So what you're effectively doing is just slowing them down for any predators in the vicinity. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, that's fine. Um, well, who, who ever heard of predators in Siberia? Of course, um, tigers, um, bears oh. in Russia. Oh no, there are actually bears here. The wolves ate them all. 
you get wolf around here. <laughs> you might get wolves around here, of course. You have been given a load of wolf bane. I don't know if that's uh, relevant. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I prefer nothing. So. And, and me with Arsenal Hollow Point bullets. Now, this, um, okay. this thing, as you know, it's you're estimating roughly a kilometer long, not quite as wide for this compound. Surrounded by trees, so it is a bit hard to see from any safe distance. Um, I'm presuming you're going to be reasonably cautious about this, so sort of get a little bit closer so yep. you can see and then move just, forward a bit more. Just getting a different angle on at all would be right. a good start. I mean, you're a few hundred yards out, and you can see... Um, it's sort of a pylon that you could make out just a little bit through the trees, kind of a crisscross latticework type pylon. Um, that's close. You're at the the end where that's uh, closest to now, and it's standing next to a shed of some sort, which has like a big um, kind of a tank or a silo of some type next to it. Hmm. Not obvious what it is. Might not be completed yet. When you say pylon, there's no power line or anything like that? From where you are, there is no way of telling. You're still looking between trees. You'd have to oh, get fair closer. enough. You have it's seen, better. from this distance, occasional dogs and men. And these men are more clearly armed than the guys on the waterfront. As in, they've got rifles. Are they in uniform at all? They weren't on the outside, were they? Well, they weren't in a military uniform as such, but they were all dressed pretty much the same. So uniform in that sense. Um, they, they're quite clearly security. You couldn't really say if they were a military unit. Possibly not. They could be X-Men. Yeah, Mark's having trouble, isn't he? He is. He is. Um, He's in and out like no one is. Is this shed big enough for a general chapel? Oh, yeah. Can we see any other constructions, or is it just those two? Right. From where you are, you're effectively kind of end-on now. And um, it's possible to make out clearly at the far end, there are quite a few buildings. But you can't tell what they are from here. Mm. Um, Right. You think that there is a fence running all the way around, or at least as far around as you can see. It's not like a chain-link fence, and it's not massively high. Um, Sort of periodic posts with um, single wires stretched through, so you've got maybe half a dozen wires total. Mm. Is there... An update from... Machine is not letting me join the hangout. I may not be around tonight. Mm. Oh... Uh, we could try Skype or something, or oh, some alternative. I don't do Skype. Yeah, the oh. fact that I have to actually install it and everything might. Or cool. whatever. What was that website we tried, Roger, with with you? Um, can't remember the name of it, but yeah, could give it a something go. Like uh, I could give it a shot if you could just. If I can just remember what the blasted thing is called. Uh, uh, I've been using this most of the time. Yeah, I've actually bookmarked this one. I wonder why it's not there anymore. Well, we could try a new hangout. Well, that's a possibility. Shall I say, could you try starting a hangout and we'll try and try it? Yeah, it makes sense. Yep, yep. 
We want to do that once we'll let you do that. Starting a hangout and we'll try to join. Okay. Uh, failing that, we'll try the other website. Appear goes um, in, that was it. <clears throat> okay. Um, uh, are there any guards around? We can't really see the base of the building there. We've just seen the top of it. You can see almost down to the ground with a few things in the way. Bloody hell, 389 pounds. Sorry, um, followed search just popped up on eBay. Um, <laughs> you won't be getting that then. I won't, no. Um, I won't, I won't have money. Uh, uh, oh, that's me. Okay. <clears throat> well, we probably need to wait for Mark, really, don't we? Unfortunately. Um,. What was the name of that other thing? <laughs> that doesn't narrow things down very much. Um, it's gonna be the name of that video hangout thing. Appear um, dot in. Appear dot in. I won't fire that up now because it'll just get confused with uh, two things wanting the camera. Right, let's just see if uh, we get a response from Mark about this. Uh, um, yeah, you, you pretty much have to go around to the far end to see the buildings up close. You're just near this shed with a tank next to it. Is there anywhere that overlooks the site, or is it all? No, there's nowhere. It's it's a pretty flat area around here. To get far to get far enough um, up to actually look over it, you're going to be far enough away that the, the height of the trees will effectively blank it out anyway. So, presumably, one could climb a tree. You could potentially climb a tree. Yes, they're not massively easy to climb because these um, it's not a particularly mixed forest in this area. They're mostly um, evergreens, and they don't have many very low branches. But, when I say um, one, I obviously mean somebody with a, with a body that isn't two. <laughs> and clearly, uh, you can't be suggesting a woman. Although, you know, she throws herself out of trains at a drop of a hat. It worked very well. Why, why would I not be able to climb a tree? I could climb a tree. I'm sure you could. Ah, one of those rational dress types. <laughs> you see, you see what we have to put out there. I'll climb a tree, no trouble. Okay. You might be quite visible, just letting you know. Mm. Um, is there any one... Uh, where's the sun? What time of day is it? Right, well, you got here... Um, it was getting on a bit, actually, so we're probably late afternoon by now. Oh. Now, this is weird, because that's coming in on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's not so helpful. Hang on. Hello? <laughs> Exciting stuff. Hello? Hello. Right. Okay. It looks like it's a 
Okay. Um, Are you... Yeah. Well, why, why don't, don't you just create, go and create a new hangout and send us the address? Yeah. Well, it's, okay, okay. No, you hang up. What? Well, what? What was he ringing you in then? It's really bizarre how being in a video conversation on my phone. No. Oh, now that, that uh -huh. looks like him. He's moving now. Well, I'm not sure. He looks pretty <coughs> <coughs> Thank you, Nicholas. Uh, uh, that's that, that, uh, that yeah, healthy tongue can only be the real thing. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Mark. So glad you. <laughs> I just thought, you know, share and share alike, as, that, as they say. So, so we sent, sent him in to give his plague to the guards, and <laughs> we catapult uh, him over. This, this is not going to be like the end of War of the Worlds. You are not going to be saved by the common cult. <laughs> um, I have lots of it if you uh, if we need it. So it's all good. Yeah. No, that was. Bloody annoying! It wouldn't open um, Chrome for about ten minutes. So, uh, oh. um, so I start... that's the important thing. Yes. So I shall stop whinging about my computer. That's all right. Just to bring you up to date, are we dead yet? Uh, we uh, do you remember when we were approaching the military encampment, possible military encampment with the second generator in? Oh, that's right. And we we decided to cross um, yes. upstream. So we've done that for a bit, and then we come back, and we are now at the far end of the encampment, where we can see a pylon of some kind uh, through the trees, so we can't see it very well, and a shed next to it, which <coughs> is possibly big enough to hold the generator. Okay. It's almost certainly big enough to hold the generator. Yes. Uh, whether it does or not, is there anybody's business? Yeah, you've well, no it's idea. Others, I suppose. And there's, now, there's some sort of tank standing... As in silo, pod, tank type, not like a <coughs> vehicle. It's a little bit early for those. A tank at three o'clock. Um, so, what is our remit again? Remind us, we have just got to investigate. We don't have to nobble the generator or anything. We just have to find out if the well, generator... The, the Russians are our allies. <laughs> this is a vitally important point to remember when thinking about what you're going to do. Yes, you are on our side. You are not at war with the Russians yet. Yet. <laughs> um, so basically, we're here to investigate, not uh, explode. Uh, well, you're certainly not here to leave like a monogrammed handkerchief or a business card that could tie you back to uh, Her Majesty's government. Um, but obviously, if you were to discover that the Russians were doing something against British interests, um, a whole different you, you need to dis discreetly deal with that. But um, they're particularly well, interested in any, you know, in what went on. Really, something has, has been up. So we need to either get some paperwork or capture <laughs> someone and interrogate them. Though that's a fairly visible way of doing it. Sneak in and get a close look. Would also well, work. yeah, or bluff our way in. Though <coughs> that's always hard with my uh, attributes. 
couple of things spring to mind that you may struggle with. Um, but, um, okay, so are we seeing any movement through the trees? Yes, you have seen some dogs, you have seen what you are taking to be guards because they are armed and they're all dressed much alike. Mm -hmm. And there are quite a few of them. There are a number of men. You, you can't get an accurate count because at the moment you're quite a way back and you're looking through a pocket telescope. Um, you, you're going to have to get closer to get any real details. Uh, the majority of buildings are also at the south end of this uh, rectangular compound. Mm. which is quite long. It's, it's quite a way away. So you're you're only able to really see this big shed pylon in the tank. You, you can't make out details of what's at the far end. Okay, so three of us sneaking in, it's just not going to happen, is it? We're, I mean, it just triples our chance of getting caught. So how about two of us create a distraction and a third member goes in on the sneaky sneak? Mm -hmm. Like two of us are lost, utterly, utterly lost in the world. We've been lost for days, something like that. Um, it could be Archibald and I, for instance, as that was our cover story. Hey. Unless what? anyone is okay. particularly Is skilled. anybody any good at sneaking? Um, I can ride. I've heard. So we've heard. I have martial arts. For that too. Mar oh, martial. Sorry, I beg your pardon. Mar martial. Martial, um, not marital. No. So nobody is, is any good at sneaking anywhere. Uh, I've got no. a stealth of two. Aha! A stealth skill. Yes, we've all got one. We've all got a stealth skill. Yes, yeah. it's oh, a one of our free ones. That's a that and brawling. Everybody can sneak and fight. <coughs> a little bit. Yeah, my, my, t my total is three, so. Oh, I think we have a winner. Let me just. No, I really, really hope it isn't. A mighty three. <laughs> well, my, my, no. my, my default is two, so. Uh, I'm two. Oh, dear. Uh, you, remember, you add it to your body. Body divided by two. Or it's something. divided by two, isn't it? Is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. In that case, mine's two as well. Well. Yeah. Well, who can, in that case, it comes down to who can create the most plausible distraction. You. And not trouble. I think an unaccompanied. You are going to be the most distracting thing, especially if they've not, especially if they've not seen another woman around here for a while. Another woman. It's true, but I would like to be chaperoned. <laughs> I'm an unaccompanied woman, apart from a chaperone, obviously. One has one's standards. <laughs> well, how about Archibald and I continue well, our cover story? I'm your translator. We got lost. Archibald need to be the person investigating what's going on? That's a good point. That would be ideal, eh? Yes. Okay. All right, well, that clinches it then. William and I. So, should we sneak back round the front? And uh, just approach, or should we make some noise, or how do you want to see it? If we make a noise, then it's a pre-range signal for you, Archibald. To do what? Sneak in, get the info, sneak out. Mm. Right. 
where okay so the building with the pylon <laughs> have have we seen people walking in front in between us and us and it yep there are people who are going around the perimeter and you know there are dogs although at this range you can't actually see any of them but every now and again you've heard a dog <coughs> Well, look, we're not going to Bruce Willis it in through the front, are we? So, how dry is the forest? How dry? Did you say? Yeah. Oh shit! I thought I misheard you. I was really hoping I misheard you. Um, <laughs> and which way is the prevailing Rel- wind? For Relatively, it's extremely hard for you to tell which way the wind's going because you're currently in a forest. Do any of you have any outdoorsy skills that might help? Riding. No. <laughs> <laughs> you have to know which way the wind's blowing when you're on a horse. Detective. No. no I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's it's not streetwise. I'm afraid. Uh, no. So it would be pretty much pure luck if you were to guess, based on you know, you've come a long way in fairly sheltered conditions, and it hasn't been very windy. Plus, William, I may question the wisdom in setting fire to a camp which potentially contains an explosive which levelled, uh, I don't know, a 50-mile square radius section well, In fact, it's funny you should say that, because you've got this telescope, so you can make out a reasonable amount. You all read Russian, is that correct? Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, who's got the telescope at the moment? Archibald, I think. Could be. Well... Um, bum, 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 bum. I can find it. Uh, there is some writing on the side of this tank that's standing next, quite a tall vertical tank, that's standing next to the shed. And it's as high as the shed. It's, it's a big, hmm. big storage tank of some sort. And you can't make it all out, but you would extrapolate from what you can see and it's effectively the Russian for danger, extremely flammable. Maybe we shouldn't set fire to the camp. Well, I was thinking we could or shoot maybe that we and then should. set fire to it. <laughs> She's remembering that we are not yet at war with Russia. <laughs> and, and, Does anyone uh, have any better plans than starting war with Russia? <laughs> <laughs> I believe this counts as a land war in Asia. <laughs> um, no? Shall we get on with it then? Um, hmm. Archibald, can you? Have you let's, any lock picking? No. Uh, let, let us perhaps uh, s- sneak around a little more first, uh, try to get a view, view from more angles, see what these other buildings okay. are. By the time you're able to get round to the far end... It'll be getting dark. ...likely to be too dark to see without getting right up close. Fair enough. So your options would either be um, try and make a camp until dawn or do something that doesn't involve you trying to see what's there from a distance. There well, are Maybe this fire camp. idea isn't such a bad idea. Sneaking at night is traditional. Hmm. So if, if I'm going well, to, yeah, if, if I'm going to sneak, in, sneak into the shed, then I'd rather you didn't set the forest on fire while I'm doing it. <laughs> there'll be less likely to be less guards active at night it'll be harder to see you and we will distract them as well there we go so that pretty much makes the odds down to about 
Did you say they were dogs? One in ten. Yep. Have we got any pepper? Do you remember that food. bit where John said, I'm going to let you write this? Well, <laughs> I suspect in, in any quantity, I'm going to say unlikely. Um, you, may have, you may have I've some. Pepper, I've probably got a pepper pot full. You, you, you may have some, you know, like a, a, a hefty pinch. It is a well-known fact that the Scots are um, completely anosmic uh, to dogs. Well, my pipe might put them off. Actually, that means that they can't smell dogs. That would be weird. <laughs> I say, I say, I say, my Scotsman's got no nose. <laughs> it was a duel and a higher brass one. Okay, well, uh, unless you just want to sneak in, I just feel all three of us trying to sneak in, all it's going to do is mean we, we're much more likely to get caught than one of I think, yeah, I know. I, I agree. But we're so shit at it anyway. <laughs> Why not just tramp in? Like, a penny? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of William's oh. kind of... Look, they're unlike- we're not at war, as been pointed out. We're unlikely to be taken prisoner. We may be escorted forcefully off the premises, or just pointed in the right direction, but it will at least keep a few of them occupied. <coughs> <coughs> okay, so what's the plan you've agreed on, then, just so I don't misunderstand anything? Well, I, I, I thought so. It's slightly woolly, and I want to make sure I've got the details. Would you, would you like a mad plan? Well, I thought I was in favour of the other plan, but 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 now that the lady's explained it again, I find myself distinctly less so. Because <laughs> I have a mad plan. Go on. You know we've got those mushrooms. I was going to try and slip in the mushroom. No, I was thinking we should take them. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> take them and then just go in, and then just go in, because trust me, we will not be acting in our right minds. <laughs> Right, and I'm just thinking that at that point, then they're not, you know, they're going to, they're going to go. Yeah, you're stoned now, really, aren't you? And oh, they're, they're, they're going to. Be... Junkies, let us give them the freedom of the camp. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this, Mark. It doesn't cover that eventuality in the adventure notes. <laughs> <laughs> I may have to wing it. <laughs> I think we could slip these mushrooms to them. Well, or we could have half. We could have half. And we could <laughs> Why do you want to eat the mushrooms? Is there, is there a oh, water? No. Could we? Someone could sneak in. Is there put a water the mushrooms source? in the water source? There's the river. Tripping off. <coughs> there is we, um... presumably a water supply. It's either going to be piped in from the river, or they're going to have wells, or there may be a small stream. Um, you can't see where it actually goes into the camp from where you are. Well, look, this is the the Goldfinger plan from the book. You, you poison the water source that because they've got to drink water. I mean, that's a that's a thing that people have to do. Well, if the water source is the river, then I'm not sure that half a dozen mushrooms are quite going to cut it. <laughs> well, if we can find a pipe, we could tap our way in, <laughs> pop the mushrooms in. <laughs> Pop your uncle. I'm sure you're, I just I don't know why you know, you're I think... not. 
Like... Yeah, I think my idea might be might be slightly better than yours at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm oh, sensing you may have deviated from the first plan. I d- well, I'm not hearing a better plan. I'm not hearing a better plan than the first one, but I, I'm, I'm right. just thinking that the problem the problem with the first one is Archibald Black up. We don't well, we don't want to sabotage the place. We want to. We, we are we, travelling we, minstrels. We, we we need to get in and take a look. I, yeah, let's, let's just go in and, and take a look. I think that gives us the best chance. You're really trying to find out what happened and what it is that the, the you know have, are they developing some sort of super weapon or is there so, so, so accident I will, or has it been an act of God or what? So I, I will plan to sneak into the shed. Yes. Um, okay. And if I, if I get caught, I, I will continue with my cover identity. As in yes. not speaking any Russian, and and you chaps obviously need an engineer. Mm-hmm. Okay, right, we'll go round the front. So you're going to make your way round to the front, just well on the bank, past the paddle steamer, and come up round by the pier. Yes, we'll yeah. set, set our watches. The bank's quite wide, by the way. Um, the the camp is set away back from the the river. Okay. So you don't, I mean, I mean, you're not going to sort of be right on the edge of We're the water, bring it out of the river. Yeah, you're not going to have to traipse up, you know, ankle deep in it or whatever. Okay, we'll give it um, whatever is a reasonable length of time for us to get round to the front with synchronised watches, just so he knows exactly when we're going to go in. It's going dark. Um, you're you're making your way through the trees and uncertain footing. It could be twenty minutes or half an hour necessary. Okay, we'll call it half an hour. And if we get there early, we'll wait. And I suspect Archibald will hear hear what's going on anyway. No, probably not, uh, unless you're quite loud. Because whether you're quite a way away. Oh, yes, a <laughs> no, I was. Uh, that's yeah, kind of where I was coming from. So you have to remember this. This thing is you'd estimate uh, the the compound is perhaps a kilometre in length. <coughs> it's it's big. So the gate is roughly in the middle of the wide side. Uh, the shed and the main buildings are kind of at the far ends, the narrow sides. Cool. I think we'll be fine, we can... I'm, I'm quite good at bluffing in the sense that I've um, got I think the other alternative is, why don't we wait until it's light? In other words, have a nice camp, um, have um, a nice meal, um, decent sleep. A couple of mushrooms each, why not? <laughs> <laughs> well, how, how about waiting till two or three in the morning? Well... Do we want to be going in and being annoying at two or three in the morning, or do we want well, to be going in? Well, it's when, when they're least likely to notice us. I feel the idea is that yeah, we, we go in when yes, the if we're all going less in. likely to be heavy, and it's physically harder for the sea archibald. There's a reason <coughs> it's under the cover of darkness. Unless you're suggesting we go in under cover of daylight. Well, I was thinking, expecting it. <laughs> Come on, let's just do it now. I've yeah, got okay, a feeling in my uterus that this is the right thing to do. Okay. Right. You will be able to make your way around, you know, with some scratches and, <coughs> and occasional trip and fall, but nothing nothing too serious because you're not Good, we want it. to look a bit lost. Oh, I don't think you need to worry about that. <laughs> um, I will give Archibald my camera. Now, this is the one that you have sort of hidden under your shirt. Yes, yeah, strapped to my chest. Right. Uh, are you 
just carrying it, Archibald, leaving it behind, strapping it to your chest. Um, strap it on, I suppose. I'll, isol- I'll isolate that sound clip and use it on something. <laughs> <laughs> um, Would you like to take this piece of mushroom to hold under your tongue so that if you get caught, you can bite down on it hard? No. <laughs> so, Nick, do you not think that perhaps a, a psychoactive mushroom may <laughs> let it out <laughs> into the saliva? Oh, yeah. It would be great fun. He could fly it. <laughs> Let's all do it. Um, fly it. She no, it doesn't act- my bones to the no, guards. It doesn't actually make you fly. <laughs> I'm not even sure you need the drugs, Mark. You seem to <laughs> Have you been taking quite a lot of cough medicine? Not enough. (laughs) OD'd on rubber tussing. Yes, it's all good. So, Um, you are heading around the side then. Um, Archibald is waiting with his watch for, what, half an hour? Sounds reasonable, yep. Okay, uh, you're approaching, there is a crane, you've gone past the paddle steamer that's sitting... I'll think I'll reckon, reckon it was microphone down before I come in as well. Right. Good idea. I was thinking, te- take it, not taking anything too high techy. So you're going to just hide it under a, a behind a tree or something? Yeah, basically. Right. Okay. Right. There is a big crane over by the pier, and then there's a track leading back to the gates, which you could see where it was. It's a concrete pier. You can see where the guys were standing before. There are still three men standing there. You've no idea if they're the same ones. Mm-hmm. Um, still three. Okay. Still three. Yeah. Uh, I say you... hello. They turn, and you notice that they go into uh, an alert position. Um, they haven't immediately drawn their weapons, but they're all like looking in your direction. But... <coughs> uh, oh, hello. hello. Hello, thank goodness. One of them shouts over in Russian. Do you speak Russian? Uh, of course, uh, yes, yes, yes. Sorry. Yes, yes. yes sorry. Um, is this, and I'll name the um, trading post that's uh, down the river. Uh, no, no, please come over. No, that is a long way to the south. Oh, this is a botanical research station uh, run by the administration of the Imperial Appanages. Oh, gosh. Oh, then we're much... You're, you're well out of, out of your way. Have you no horses, no boat? Uh, well, we, we... No, we've been wandering for a while. We've been lost. It's been, a, it's been dreadful. Mm. Hmm. There was this chap. He gave us mushrooms. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> we've been trying to find him ever since. They were amazing. <laughs> um, I wonder if we might be able to... Spend the night here? I don't think I could spend another night out in the wild. Oh, I'm I'm so sorry. It's impossible, I'm afraid. The possibility what? of contamination from spores and so on you carry in on your clothes. We we simply cannot allow anybody to to get into the compound. It's uh, it's all too sensitive, I'm afraid. Well, we don't have to wear our clothes. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> Thank look you, at you. I was they about look at your to companion. Say... <laughs> And so it begins. <laughs> and all my um, clothes that... fell off, but it was all done in the best possible taste. Isn't Isn't there anywhere we could? Uh, I, we We uh, We've spent so long out in the wild. It's been days. Please. 
uh, one moment, and he goes and confers with his races. We um, we could <coughs> use some um, some blankets, and you could um, uh, sleep in the the crane housing over here. Couldn't we come in? I'm so sorry. It, it's a, a sensitive operation, and as I say, any spores and so on that got in there would completely ruin it. And um, if only it was my decision to make, but I'm afraid. Uh, the uh, it is an imperial administration building. Could you ask your commanding officer? I can assure you, though, we would have to get a, a much higher authorization, and uh, simply impossible. I'm afraid it would take weeks. Never well. mind, dear. The, the I brain, can have some food brought out to you, but um, I'm afraid the best we can do is is to suggest that you you stay out here. Oh. I mean, what's the um, steamer like? Is it well? Now we're closer to it. Is it, is is there any bits of it above water, or is it basically yep. just quite a lot of it's above water because it's pretty much in the shallows? Well, um, could we sleep on board your your vessel? Oh, vessel. Yes, um, we can. Uh, we'll have, see if or, we can get a, a ladder or a plank so we can get over to it. It's not that far away, but you'd have to either take a running jump or uh, through the water. You know? Run aground. Could we help with you? No, it's uh, it was an old uh, an old vessel that was was here from when we brought up the materials to to but construct. <coughs> no, no, we ha we have supply ships coming through. Um, you can probably go back with one of them in the morning. In fact, oh, that would that would be wonderful. Um, I do have uh, I I do have an interest in botany. I wonder if you could tell me what this station is about. I wasn't aware of any stations. Oh, well, no, as I say, it's an imperial session, and it's fairly fairly secret as to what's actually happening. Um, you must understand there's a, a, an awful lot of problems with, uh, well, if I may say, with Japanese spies. Uh, but uh, essentially, we're the, the main forestry organization, and uh, we're looking into matters of uh, food production, uh, increased lumber supplies. Fascinating. And were you not troubled by the... Explosion? Explosion? Oh, well, I surely mean, you were close enough to. I on mean, the way, we, we passed through many. Oh, damage. the the storm. Yes, I heard about it. I was I was not here at the time. I'm afraid. Oh gosh, the uh, well, 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 as we were sort of travelling a couple of weeks ago, the locals were full of it. Um, the locals very much are. Yes. <laughs> Oh, you know, there was it. There was the big thing. It was like day was night. There was the explosion. Oh, it was. I mean, some of the. In fact, um, just bear with me a second, and I get out one of my notebooks and flip back through, and some of the actual. I use some of the more poetic phrases that I heard. Um, mm -hmm. Yes, and, uh, you know, and I'm, he's, doing, I'm, he's doing a truly excellent job of feigning interest. He is still, <laughs> you would say, quite alert. He's not. Um, he's not letting his guard down. But more importantly, the other two guys aren't particularly. But they're they're watching you and also casting their eyes around occasionally in case they're about to get walloped over the head. But they're fairly <laughs> convincing. You've not done anything, I think, yet that would require you to uh, bluff your way through it. No. Well, at the end of the day, I am a teacher. Well, they're never going to believe that. Make a roll on you. Uh, no, you're fine. <laughs> Right, oh, well. so um, shall we just leave you there for the moment while um, one of the guards brings over some 
some food and uh, blankets. Mm. Meanwhile, approaching, are uh, you heading for the southern, uh, the northern fence? Are you Archibald? Um, well, my my main objective is is to get to that uh, large shed with the, with the uh, storage tank next to it. So, yeah. Well, then from the north, that's the closest yeah, to it. It's that was what I was thinking. Probably. Maybe 50 yards or so from the, the fence. There are some trees on the inside of the fence, fairly sparse. Um, it's a bit bit more heavily forested on the outside of it. So, you're going to have to do stealth to get right up to the fence, and then tell me what you're doing from there. So if you could just make a... What's your stealth again? Did you say it was two? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Body of two right. and one point in the skill. To get within a reasonable distance, you only need to roll against a difficulty of three, so you need a six or less. Oh, well, I'm sure that'll be fine. Uh, gosh, it is. I rolled a four. <laughs> yeah. You've rather surprised yourself, but you're getting used to this woods business. You're uh, like, a, like a sure-footed Indian scout. You managed to get to within probably 15 feet or so of the, the fence, crouch down. You're well hidden, but you've got a good view. From where you are, you can see it is indeed uh, a fairly recently constructed <coughs> shed. The pylon looks like it's completed, but you can't really work out exactly what it is, except there are cables that seem to be heading sort of across a short way to another pole, and then they head down in a south direction, and they seem, from where you are, they go as far as you can see. It's now getting a bit dark, and you can't make out too much, but Fair enough. They, they head down quite a way. Okay, when I was looking at this earlier uh, at the pylon, could I see any insulators? Um, I mean, as in, if it's, a well, are, if it's a transmission pylon, they're going to be really obvious. Right, There are some lights around the camp. Uh, it's not broad daylight by any means. <coughs> you can still make out a few things. There are sort of ceramic insulators uh, where the, uh, the cables connect up. And there appear to be some around the top of the pylon as well. All right, that 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 suggests that this is something is feeding power to this pylon, and something is happening to it here, rather than it's just one stage taking the power somewhere else. Okay. Right. Um, I think I really do want to get into the into that uh, large building. Alright, so you're about 15 feet away from the fence. The fence, as you've uh, made out before through your um, glass, is a series of single wires, relatively wide apart, but you couldn't slip through them without um, bending them apart. Um, Individual wooden posts holding them up, and there's about half a dozen of these things, so they're probably up to about five and a half, six feet high. It's not a huge fence, by any means. But not trivially to be. Um, not, not trivial, no. I mean, it's not like a deer fence. It's not quite that tall. And it's probably barbed wire, because that's it face it. Okay. Uh, if you're going to be taking a very close look... Yeah, I though, thought that was the First World War. Isn't no, no, it's uh, uh, Civil War uh, era. The um, hundreds, um, they did, well, it was invented before they invented a machine to make it, but it wasn't around as a practical thing until I think it was, it was an American because uh, it was for sheep and cattle ranches. Yes, it? It, was, it was basically it's the sheep. It, it was the um, the cattle ranches used to go. Um, the sheep um, herders used to um, put it up, and the cattle ranches used to put the wires. Aha! Hmm. Uh-huh. 
Okay. They've left trees growing in, in, inside this compound. Um, All this is obviously... Uh, they, they will have some way of knowing knowing if the fence is interfered with. Well, that's what we're just going to have a look at, what the fence looks like sort of up close. Do you think you've got any useful skills that you could apply to try to work out whether the fence has any sort of uh, well, trickery? Well, the, the skills they basically apply to everything are scientist and mechanic. <clears throat> Uh, well, mechanic they would, they would possibly work under these All they need is sort of some kind of circuit connected to it. So that if you break the fence, you break the circuit. That's a skill of eight, and I've rolled a seven. Oh, well, that's easy enough. Yep, you can see there are periodically small cowbells attached to the wire. Or hmm. they could have bells on it. It's a good way of doing it. Now, you're still about... 10, I say 10, 15 feet away, so if you want to get up closer and examine <coughs> that's different, but you do know now that it's motion sensitive. It's got <laughs> cowbells attached. Can't you stuff them up with earth? Or a pocket handkerchief or something. Um... How many pocket handkerchiefs did you bring? Well, there is that. But you're not, you're not undercover as a travelling Morris dancer, so I don't believe you've got an endless supply. <laughs> They would have shot us on sight if we tried that. Well, you'll have one in his one in his trousers, one in his breast pocket, surely. <laughs> anyway. Um, oh, no, a handkerchief. Sorry, I've got... If I wanted... Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Bless If I wanted to um, swathe one section of fences' bells, how many bells would that be? Just, yeah, between uh, between two posts. About three bells you would need to to take out to make sure they didn't uh, jangle. Why don't you just take the slappers out? Yeah. Yeah. That's well, it. they might jangle while you're doing that. Ah, uh-uh, well, you do. No, hopefully, don't you? You put your fingers up it up inside. It doesn't jangle, jingle jangle. No, he means. Yeah, I think he means like the other ones. I think he means if you're doing one of them, it might set off another one. Yes. I mean, I presume. There's, there's, there's got, no. Um, has got something like a pair of pliers. I would assume. Uh, I, I'm also assuming is that, that there isn't a tree. I'm not being funny about it. He is that sort of chap. A uh, tree close enough to the fence that one could climb it and drop down the other side? I assume not. No. Anybody to think these people were vaguely competent? Mm. It's almost as if they've left just enough smallish trees around to disguise it from a distance. Uh, but taking away anything that could be used to easily spread it. <coughs> fiendish, clever Russians. Ah, the fiendish Russians. Ah, indeed. Men. <laughs> Can you simultaneously jam up three bells? If you take your shoes off. <laughs> <coughs> we can all be glad That's... there are no five. <laughs> well, the, what I mean is, with Earth, it's just a quick, and you're unlikely to jangle all the rest. If you're um, then, pulling then it, it about, falls out the again. Out. Well, it's damp, isn't it? I mean, it's not. <laughs> you're matter gaming. You're over by the. the no, I tell you what would work Sorry. though um, is is um, a branch what? off one of these trees. Um, they're basically coniferous type. Yep. So 
spring, springy branches, springy needles on them. Shove that into a bell; it ought to hold it still. Yes, you can. If you pull off the tips, they're actually very, very springy and flexible. You could, you could probably wedge that in there. Yeah. Right. Let's have, um, have a go at a couple. Uh, have a go at those. I think. I think this is going to be a mechanics thing, essentially to do it without setting off the others. That's the idea. Yes. Uh, so you're against a difficulty of four here because they are actually intended to be set off if somebody interferes with them. Uh, skill of eight, roll of five. So with a skill of eight. Uh, you needed an 11 or less. <laughs> so, um, yes, I think we can safely say that you have successfully, temporarily, until they're interfered with again, um, bunged up the bells. Right. Um, having done that, slip back a little, wait 10 minutes, just in case okay. there's something I've oh, missed. Slip in. I can't keep this patch up for 10 minutes. <laughs> it's all right, they're bringing food and blankets out to you. You just have to stand there and, you know, look pretty. Luke Winston. Well... I have an idea. If, oh, God. <laughs> Let's hear it. Are they putting a, a ladder across or something for us to get to the ship? Yes, they will. I will fall off it into the river. This is a brilliant plan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, um, I'm going to... Why hold didn't we think of that? Mine's must be too hard to and Let's just move back to Archibald. <laughs> um, because I just want to... I'm keeping track of the rough timings here, you see. Yeah. So, so if, 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 no, if we haven't seen any girls come past after ten minutes, I, I will uh, try to uh, push, the, push the wires apart, get through, and then sprint for the nearest cover on the far side. Yeah. Um, a guard has wandered past... Looked in your direction, looked past, relatively alert, but you know, not apparently on high alert, and um, not not looking for how you two stuffed up the bells. Yep. Okay. No, no, he hasn't tested the bells or anything like that. He hasn't walked right up to the fence, so he's got no idea that they've been interfered with, uh, and he's been gone a couple of minutes now. All right. Well, let's give it a go. I'll, I'll uh, squeeze through the middle and. Uh... Okay. Trying to get so to the you, far side. What, you're going to just sort of separate the, the things and, and crawl through? I think so, yeah. Separate the wires. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. e- easiest is if I... What, 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 how close to the ground is the lowest one? Oh, about six inches. So if I can just squeeze that up a little bit and, and squeeze underneath. Yep, okay. Easiest. Um, it's fairly dark now, but you reach down, lift it up, and there's the faintest twang... Um, you can see it's um, now that you can see it's kind of uncoiled slightly. There is on the bottom wire. It's almost like a very very thin fuse wire across the top of it, which is snapped oh. when you've lifted the other wire. Run away! Oh, oh. No, nothing appears to have happened particularly. But I'm still going to run away. Right anywhere. In there are likely to know um, exactly back, back, back into the woods rather than forwards because I'm assuming I haven't got far enough through to run forwards. Uh, you could actually push through. Actually, let's just do that. Yeah, you're going to push, push, in push through, and push through, and sprint for the shed. Right. All they're okay. going to know is the circuit's broken. They're going to have to check the whole thing. There is what feels <coughs> like an alarm. Just as a man comes out with a ladder, and another one comes out with some blankets. Excuse me. Um, you can hear a bell ringing in the distance. Uh, well, uh, R- Russian military procedure says damsels in distress must be helped before you respond to the alarm, so I'm all right. Absolutely. <laughs> Sadly, these aren't military. Um, <laughs> they, um, they are gentlemen. Oh, of course they're gentlemen. Absolutely. Well known for its Russian private security. 
worldwide reputation. Have you ever seen a Knut? Why, people say you're as gentleman, gentlemanly as a Russian private security officer. You're they gentlemanly do. as Knut. And can I have my teeth back now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they shall be uh, thrown in for the cause. Um, right, you are able to get through. Uh, it's a little bit uh, messier than you planned, but you're through the fence nonetheless. You can get across to the back of the shed. You're standing next to the big uh, to drum. It is looks like a pressure tank. Alright. And at a quick so glance, because you know what something. you're looking for, it is connected and the pipe runs through into the shed. Right, I, I need to get a look inside the shed. Right, the door's on the other side. Any windows? Nope, none at all. Alright, um... I'm assuming that sooner or later they're going to come looking for me, so I'm not going to waste time hanging around. I, I will. You can uh, hear. Oh, Jesus! You can hear guards. And you can hear dogs. I will slip round to the front of the shed and see what I can see. Right. Tr- trying to be vaguely can, stealthy about it. You you slip round and you can see <coughs> a guard. I've just rolled double one. Uh, he not only can see you, but can see you through his rifle sight, and he's about ten feet away. He calls out to halt in Russian. And now that's going to face you with a quandary. Do you <laughs> stick with the idea that you can't understand it? <laughs> oh, good evening, my Someone who oh, threw a rifle sight from ten feet away. Generally, it, it, it doesn't need a babelfish to translate. His marksmanship at this range may rival mine. <laughs> good evening, my dear fella. He shouts out to you to put your hands up. I mean, you know exactly what he's what he's saying. He's also gesturing with his chin, if you weren't quite getting this. Uh, but basically, put your hands up, stay where you are. All the usual expected stuff when somebody's been caught breaking into a botanical um, experimentation station and potentially has bloody boots, which could ruin the whole experiment. Indeed, I'm ho- holding my hands out so that he can see I'm not uh, holding a weapon or anything, but uh, still, still get, giving the impression of not understanding. Two guys run up with dogs and guns, and there are now two more behind you, also with guns. You are effectively surrounded. Meanwhile, back on the pier... I seem to have got separated from my party. Yeah, sorry, go. <laughs> Out on the pier... What was the Russian for, I've never seen this man before in my life? <laughs> <laughs> never seen Archibald before in my life. Um... <laughs> Unfortunately, the, I'm not aware of this. Out on the uh, out on the towards the docks, the siren has uh, has gone off as, as a, the alarm sound, the bells, bells, and um, there is a dramatic change in attitude from the guards. Say, "Well, I'm terribly sorry. We uh, we appear to have a, a slight incident. I'm afraid." And at this, you can see he is gesturing with his pistol that he's drawn. Uh, I will have to ask you to accompany me inside under the circumstances. Well, that's one way of getting in. Um, uh, so long as we can have somewhere to sleep. Um, oh, that can far. definitely be arranged. After you, one of the um, other guards has now oh, unlocked the, the gate. Again. Just looked. No, the soldier had come out with blankets, and another one had come out with a ladder. Uh, those have been dropped. They're standing next to them, and they are armed with rifles. The two other um, guards who are standing out with this guy have both drawn their pistols. I don't suppose we could um, grab a blanket for Emily. I mean, um, 
as you can see, she's not really wearing the right sort of. We'll bring some blankets through. Don't Best worry in winter that. clothing. Are you? Oh, not in a ball gown. You're wearing trousers. Sexist pig. Trousers? Good <laughs> God, girl. <laughs> as you can see, Emily is not in any way dressed appropriately. Um, <laughs> she's been wearing trousers for a week. Are you? Have you even noticed it's a woman? <laughs> He's not that sort of chap. I am going to stay very close to the man with the gun. Close enough that... <laughs> which which man with the gun? That, that, well, close enough, hopefully, that only he is concentrating on me and that I'm acting as he preconceives a woman to act so that I might just get a second... If, the, if an opportunity arises to knock the gun out of his hand with my martial arts skill. So I want to be close enough All for right. that. That is certainly possible. I will point out the four I, I, men. Yes, but I, if, if the opportunity arises where they're not looking... Okay. Just just to let you know that there are a number of armed uh, men. Yes. Don't, get, don't fixate mm -hmm. on this one guy. I'm not, but <coughs> I mean, if they think I'm already covered and I'm not that much of a threat, then yeah. it might. If only they knew. <laughs> right, there they are a number of right. a number of dogs have been brought over. Um, several more guards are in there. You can also now see that there are guards. You're being um, walked in and turned basically to the right, which is the south down towards where the other buildings are that you haven't got a good look at. So the plus side is you're going to get a good look at these buildings. Cool, that's all right. Um, so you can see there, there are guys on the roof. Uh, it's hard to judge precisely, but you would think certainly more than a dozen men, perhaps closer to 20. And maybe half a dozen dogs in total. It's all going to be tits up, isn't it? They've now locked the gate behind you. Um, a couple of guards <laughs> have dropped back. They're not all coming with you, of course. I'm not locked in here with you. You're not locked in anywhere. They walk you past um, some sort of rough block buildings. You'd probably guess those were barracks, maybe, sleeping quarters. There's <coughs> what looks like a paddock beyond there. You can make out horses sort of uh, sorted out for the night beyond. And then there's a couple of big buildings, kind of like wooden warehouse types or sheds. Big, obviously, for, for storing quite a lot of stuff. No way of telling what's in them. Just before you turn around the back of those buildings, in front of you is a very large, rather more substantial building, which you can see has heavy uh, gauge power lines running into the top of it. Uh, you leave that behind. It's next to a huge pile of coal as well, that's quite obvious. Uh, you leave that behind and head to a very strange building in the far corner of the compound. It's um, it's concrete by the look of it and stone. Sloping sides, narrow slit window in one area, but that appears to be closed off with some sort of shield, and a very heavy duty door, and that's where you're being led into. Hmm. Is anybody doing anything just before you get inside? Um yeah. Could I kind of Use my psychology to look more of a prat than I actually am. That might not might be difficult at the moment. <laughs> oh, blimey, that! <laughs> How good are you? Um, I'm basically trying I'm sorry, to. I'm, I'm struggling to 
Okay, and what I'm trying to trying trying to do trying to be is basically more of a bumbling professor. That's not psychology. That's acting. Mm. Which you can do if if you don't have acting skill, you can <laughs> you can have a go. You just roll on your your soul. William, bite the mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a go at just um, being more of a prat than usual. All right, uh, you're going to be rolling against the difficulty of six, uh, okay. defending characteristic of six. So, what was your soul? My soul is four. So you need five or less to pull off a convincing. Okay. Um, I roll five. Right, you are very convincing. Um, they realise at once that they have accidentally uh, captured the foreign secretary. And, <laughs> um, it's not oh, going to make, that's kind of, make yeah, any I'm, I'm afraid. They are, <laughs> they're now effectively no, no. alert for tricks, but um, yes, you're, you're stumbling and being a little bit goofy. They're still walking you in towards this one location, yeah. so it's just taking a little longer than they'd hoped. Yes. You're the, you, you become the sort of person who gets described as, you know, <coughs> oh, he's, uh, he's a character, yes. Yes. <laughs> Taken inside, walked down um, some iron stairs, and brought into a fairly small room. It's clearly not um, single purpose. There's some boxes and bits and pieces in here. Uh, there are several chairs. These are sort of pulled around so that there are um, two or three of them on one side of the room. And when you're brought into the room, there are, well, there's one guy who's really quite a big bruise. He'd be played by Pat Roach if this was uh, an Indiana okay. Jones movie. Uh, he's standing there looking very threatening. A couple of other people. Um, William, your hands are pulled round to the back and they handcuff you. Oh, I was about to shake hands with, with the first one. You can try. Uh, he will, as soon as he's got your hand, he will bring it round to the back fairly roughly and then oh, see that you're handcuffed. And um, direct you over and plonks you down there are on the seat. There's a lot of you and only two of us. I don't think you need to handcuff us, but it's up to you. There's a there's a younger man looks more like a sort of officer type. Um, who says, um, obviously we in, in English I should point out says, um, obviously we uh, we can't be quite so uh, brutal with the lady, um, but I must ask you to uh, hold your hands out in front of you, please. I'll do so. Oh, hello. Um, my they name's will, William. Um, they Professor will handcuff William you in front of. So, William, you've got your hands behind you. They've sat you down so that your hands go around the the upright back of the chair. Okay. I don't. Um, I, I don't understand. We were lost in the woods. I don't understand. I must protest. Well, the now you have been one. found. We will just be one moment while your friend joins us. We are members of her A diplomatic Majesty. <laughs> His <laughs> Majesty's. Um, <laughs> His Majesty. Um, uh, I'm a part of the rebel or <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm going to protest in a very British fashion as much as possible. A few minutes later, um, unless he's going to attempt anything en route, a uh, familiar and yet you've never seen him before Scotsman arrives. <laughs> <laughs> Similarly handcuffed <But>, behind. <coughs> well, they all look the same. <laughs> So you're you're next to a, a particularly northern 
version of Isambard Kingdom Brunel. Um, <laughs> Boris Johnson on your other side, and you're sitting between them. So your hands are basically on your lap in front of you. The chaps are handcuffed so that their, their arms are around the back of the chair. Right. There is one person in the room who appears to have come in while you were protesting, so you didn't notice him walk in. He stands out. Um, but <coughs> he stands out if I can find... Here we go. He's reading through a sheaf of papers on a clipboard. The light in here is just a single electric bulb. No lampshade or anything like that. And it's fairly bright, rather harsh. Um, the room isn't decorated, obviously. It's, it's basically concrete. Uh, this guy is... He's young. He's quite thin, hunched. Um, he, his skin looks very, very pallid, very blotchy. Um, and it looks like he's been prematurely <laughs> bald. But the only thing that really stands out about him and sort of makes you catch breath, he's got yellow very yellow, um, almost cat-like eyes. Really uh, an unusual shade. He looks at you. He doesn't seem particularly... Are you all right? He doesn't seem... This is like the... um, Not the whites of his eyes are yellow either. Um, He's sort of looking incuriously at you. um, Mutters something to one of the men who were in there. To to jaundice, I think. One of the guys who's in there is by some controls of some sort. And... um, he just sort of uh, turns to him, mutters something back. You can't make out what they're saying. And then he leaves. And you are left with just the guy standing over by the controls and then three heavies, not the people who escorted you in. And they stand completely silently. So who's what standing over by the controls? An unknown uh, guy. He looks more like a soldier than many of the people who are outside. He's not wearing like a heavy overcoat and so on now, so you can see he's he's in a relatively military uniform, you would say. But uh, you don't recognise it if you've got any experience of the ranks and so on. Uh, he's not. He doesn't look like a high-ranking anybody. He has clearly been stationed there to do something. The three heavies are more the kind of people who, you know, they've they've dredged up from somewhere and stuffed into a uniform. Are they armed heavies? They are armed with what look like truncheons. Uh, it looks like at least one of them you think you can make out a holster. Pushed quite a way back, actually. Almost as if it's designed to be out of reach of a prisoner. <coughs> I'm, I'm assuming they've taken my pistol. Uh, yes, no, any obvious don't. weaponry they would have taken. They haven't done a full-on body search, though. But Fair enough. Know, now that you're handcuffed, they presume you know that... Um, now, the uh, native warned us about the man with the yellow eyes and that he was the source of the trouble. What's the chap doing at the controls? No way of telling. He's got his back to you. He appears to be monitoring something, but you can't work out what from here because you can't see what the controls are for. I'm going to examine these handcuffs more closely. Right. Are they keys these or are, They are key handcuffs. Um, they're good quality. They're not the old type that you can bump and they pop open. Um, so they didn't buy British. <laughs> well, there's a show. They're Houdini handcuffs, then. I used to have a pair of those. Actually, they were great. Um, are they one size fits all? 
yes, pretty much. But because my hands are quite slender, is there any chance you're being closely watched? Yeah, well, my hands are in my lap and my backs to the heavies. Is it or are no, they? Are we... No, no, they are standing facing you. <coughs> well, I'll look at the men. Is there any chance? I think my wrist might, my hand might fit through them, or not in a million years. You would probably injure yourself, but at a push, maybe. Okay. You can't tell more than that without giving it a go. You would really have to force it. You think, you're certainly talking about losing some skin. Yeah, okay. Okay. I say, I don't suppose there's any chance of tea. There is absolutely no response. Now, for quite a few hours, they are just going to stand there and not do a single thing. I ask in English, so, I ask in Russian, I ask in Greek, they I ask in Latin, <laughs> I ask in Mandarin. <laughs> you ask in Japanese? I do not ask in Japanese, so I do not speak Japanese. Does I speak anyone? Mandarin. Uh, no. No. Okay, just checking. Um, they would have beat the I wonder, if they, <laughs> I wonder if they can tell the difference between... Mandarin, Mandarin and Japanese. Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> right. Fairly, um, probably late in the morning. I mean, early if you were getting up and going to work, but quite late for somebody who'd been sitting up all night on a chair. The um, the door. Neither are you two use Morse? Aye. Uh, no. I mean, I might know it's general knowledge, but I haven't got a particular. No, it's skill. it's actually, no. there's actually a skill for it. If you don't take that skill, you don't no. get it. Yeah, no, I've got it. So have I. I'll what? tap out a rather slow bollocks. I <laughs> think. <laughs> 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 Brilliant! <laughs> <laughs> He's got it. What's it? B. Okay. Brilliant. <laughs> o. <laughs> L. Many spies died to bring us this information. There's <laughs> 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 not very much I can do at the moment. I, I'm it's not just the way you, you, really? you don't even seem to be grasping at straws. You just wait a moment. I know more. <laughs> <laughs> so the um, well, no. I'm also interested in seeing if they notice me doing it. They don't appear to be. You're, I'm taking you fairly subtle, sort of tapping the chair leg. Or yeah, something. yeah. Um, you're not particularly <laughs> obvious. Um, do you get a response? Um, if I don't get a response, I will tap out any ideas. After a bit. No. <laughs> <laughs> when you tap out a response, one of the heavies pulls a truncheon, walks over and cracks Archibald across the kneecap. It is extremely sudden and surprising. You've taken a bruise. Ouch. Now, the young officer um, who speaks the very good English, he comes back in. He's got another uh, heavy with him. He's carrying a riding crop, 
He's got a pair of gloves which seem to have a, a definite weight to them when he sort of slaps them into his palm. And he looks across. Oh, his neck gone. Well, says, uh, <coughs> we've had some uh, some of the business to take care of, but I have a, a little amount of time now. I uh, think perhaps you should tell me why it is that you've all chosen to stumble upon our little station at the same time. Well, we were travelling together. I got separated from my colleagues in the woods. And yet they didn't mention you. Well, there, there, there may have been a, sl a slight uh, matter of behind hand with the pay. Mm. He nods, and one of the heavy steps forward, and punches William across the face. Ow! Very hard. Yes, I feel that may have been a lie. I will ask you again. What are you doing here? What is your connection with the Japanese? I had no connection with the Japanese. But uh, as, as for here, I, I'm, a, I'm a jobbing engineer, as, as the cards in, that your, your friend has taken from my jacket will show. And, and I'm and, lo and why lo looking exactly for sales would, uh, opportunities. Why would three English people be here? Well, this lady is acting as, as my interpreter. I'm on holiday. You're on holiday? Um, yes, um... I have my phonograph. I'm trying to record um, the um, native um, uh, dialects around here. Ah, now you, had you left all the equipment like that behind? Because you said you were no, I'd, I'd, no, I'd left. I'd left anything that was incriminating, as in things like microphones and stuff. Right. But I'd still got the phonograph. Anything that, that they will have brought in then. Yeah. matches the cover story. Okay, <clears throat> and basically there are half a dozen. Um, recordings of people talking in, in there, and you know I've got stories from the um, people talking about the explosion and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. So you seem to have been asking a lot about the explosion. Yes, we've listened to some of your recordings. Uh, yes, fascinating. Um, do you, and, you know, and I'm basically I, I go into I, I start going into a full linguistic uh, breakdown of. Um, what's going on um, in the... Um... He nods, and as soon as you start to uh, really babble... I'm not babbling, of, I'm actually... One of the heavy just... steps forward and punches Archibald right across the face, quite hard. Got a split lip, some blood. I went to a public school. <laughs> now, obviously, he says, um, we couldn't possibly harm a lady. That would be beastly. But I'm afraid your friends here, your companions, uh, seem to be skirting around the truth somewhat, and it would be terrible to have you witness them suffer in the manner <coughs> that such lies deserve. So I will ask you again, why are you here, and what is your connection with the Japanese? We have no connection with the Japanese. Hmm. And I'm here to record um, the because that's what that is one that is not for me that's my primary reason to be there I may have been asked to do something else but that's a 
But by the by, and from I my character's Archibald, point of view, Archibald gets another solid slap across the face when you start you talking about. You can hit him all you like. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> it's still not going to change the fact. <laughs> <laughs> and I, ow, to sell high-pressure steam generating equipment, ow. <laughs> You're suddenly going to start telling the most outrageous lies possible. To the <laughs> we flew in on a magic carpet, and doesn't matter how many times you hit William. <laughs> we are travelling minstrels. <laughs> <coughs> well, what do you think we're doing, if you don't believe that our... Our story. It's our truth. Yeah, we've come from St. Petersburg. We heard about the explosion, of course. Everyone has around here. Why I'm the heck do you, you know? Yes, I mean, it's it's fascinating. Do you know that, that uh, we've come across four different um, distinct story subtypes for it? You let me have a look. If you, if you look into that, um, in, in, into, into um, those notebooks over there, you'll see, you'll see more about that. He looks and at one of the heavies. Ball. He looks across at uh, Archibald, and this time they punch William square <laughs> in the face. Perhaps feeling that punching his friend, not having quite the effect that they'd expected. Uh, William, you, you've taken a bruise, I'm afraid. I will say that for a botanical research centre, I've yet to see a greenhouse. We're still under construction, of course. Of course. Anyway, <coughs> you do you would like that to... we are under the protection of His Majesty the King, and that our countries are allies. That would certainly be true if indeed you were purely here, as you say, under those circumstances. But they seem somewhat outlandish, and one would have to ask why His Majesty the King would be sending people out to spy on a most remote station. Stop sending Since... us out. We are citizens of the British Empire. Subjects. Yes, precisely, and since we are allies, the only logical you know explanation is that you are in fact working for a foreign power. Uh, they couldn't pay me enough. That's what you believe. There's no way of us proving otherwise, but I suggest you talk to the British <laughs> ambassador. Perhaps I shall. He walks out. Uh, there follows a slow and quite sustained going over by a couple of the heavies of the two guys. Uh-huh. We Beat them as much wind? as you like. I shall never talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's it. Oh, yes. Oh. You're not getting off on this, are you? Um, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> You're merely a very damp chair. At the weekend, she goes and watches, you know, underprivileged kids box each other. <laughs> Bare knuckle. Um, oh. You're very, very bruised, and um, you're going to start to take... Are we moved into flesh wounds yet? Not quite yet, but you've had a couple of moments where you thought <laughs> you were going to lose a rib or two. Excuse me while I piss some blood. The um, remarkable thing so far is that they haven't That's actually right. punched Archibald in the shirt. camera. <laughs> we're oh. not spies Tunk. what's this oh that's a concealed camera of course <laughs> that's a little ah. thing I've been working on is, is what I'm planning to say if they do unfortunately you're the current little thing that they're working on time passes you are left alone for a while still guarded oh. but by left alone I mean not, not continually 20. hit 
Um, obviously, I haven't laid a finger on you. I said, hope not. Come back in and. Um, I play with me more often. <laughs> I'm disappointed, I must say. You seem educated, you seem like civilised people, and yet you're not behaving in an educated, civilised fashion. We're not going to tell you what you want to hear simply because you want to hear it, because it's not true. All we can do is repeat the truth. And if you continue to beat us, all we can continue to do is repeat the truth. He sort of strolls casually around the back of you and then barks something out in a foreign language. None of you understand Japanese at all, do you? Correct. No. No. Um, as, as linguists, you probably think that sounded like Japanese. But you've no idea what he just said. Sorry, don't speak any Japanese. I speak Mandarin. Oh, brilliant. That's you, that, that, you, that, you don't speak that Japanese, you say? Oh. <laughs> well, I assume that's Japanese. It sounded the derivative of the, um, you know, and I basically go into how how it's differentiated from Mandarin um, probably about three centuries ago. Yes, it doesn't sound centuries. quite as eloquent through the puffy split lips, the um, yeah. bit tongue and the, the bloody teeth. But uh, you're getting the basic points across. You hear a voice from outside uh, saying in Russian, uh, 60 minutes. Oh, it's all right. We're going to blow up anyway. (laughs) (laughs) The interrogation continues. The uh, chap interrogating you is looking a bit weary with it all. He's actually been up rather more of the night than he'd hoped. And after about another 20-25 minutes, um, and you can tell how time is passing now because you're getting 10-minute countdowns from outside, the man with the yellow eyes wanders back in. He uh, walks up to the officer and he says, and what have you managed to learn from them? It's nothing, you know, he he goes over (coughs) what you've said. So the man with the yellow eyes turns to you and says, well, hmm. I mean, whoever you are, whoever you're working for, sadly, we we don't have time for this now. And then he strokes his chin for a moment and says, hmm. They must know, however, that spying is a, a risky business. Um, Lieutenant Kornilov, <laughs> let's uh, get them some fresh air. Take them outside. We can take the, test the effect of the disintegration system on humans. <sighs> if only Tesla was around here to see what we have managed to do with this system. And he walks out. Well, it you looks like we're going to find the your feet. What they're doing. <laughs> and roughly manhandled, um, it, you, you're stumbling, Archibald, your, your knees are still in a bad state after that hit. Mm. Um, the two of you are bruised, battered, bloody, and um, Nick, well, Emmeline is, is a bit tired, actually, and slight, slight uh, cramp from sitting all night. Can you tell me if there is ever a time when there's only one of them looking at me or they're ever distracted or anything? You are outnumbered and guarded the whole way. They are totally focused on the three of you. Um, Quick, the mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> There is no situation they... so bad. <laughs> <laughs> you take, you're taken out of the bunker. Um, 
walks around to the front of uh, the paddock where you can see the horses are, are there. Uh, you can also see across by the, the river, it's quite clear that um, they've been moving stuff out. There's a paddle steamer that's disappearing off. Just make it out as it heads around the, the last curve. It's um, gone off at uh, quite quite a speed and is, uh, is a long way out now. There's no sign of the guards who were over by the pier before. The place looks mostly deserted. But um, you're led out, and uh, the guards pull back towards the bunker, and then Kornilov stops and looks across just at the guards as they're heading in, and then turns to you and says, no, even a dog should have a chance, and throws something at your feet, and then turns and runs back in. And there is a loud clang as the door locks into place. So everyone in the camp is now inside that bunker. As far as we know. They're in... You certainly can't see them. Um, The only thing you've seen that's that's really different, incidentally, is there's a rather large balloon uh, tethered to the top of the pylon. And Ah. it's it's a long way up. What's this on the floor? It's a key. Right, grab it, unlock, and help the other two out. Right. Uh, it's relatively easy for you to undo your handcuffs and obviously quite easy for you to undo everybody else's. How lucky they didn't handcuff you the same way. <laughs> You're all a little bit stiff and, uh, and aching and so on. Current situation is... Pretty shitty. About, <laughs> about 20 minutes, perhaps, uh, before something happens. So, there were... There were uh, hmm. The balloon. Archibald, Aye. all of these wires... I was going to ask that, since we're down the south end now, is is it daylight now? Oh, yes. Yes. It's probably late morning. How long so, where, do, where, where do, the, where do these, the these wires lead to? Sorry, I didn't, I didn't catch that. Um, Nick, what you said... How you said long do I estimate it would take to climb the tower and get to the balloon? Right, the balloon is a long way up. We're talking potentially getting on for thousands of feet. It's a stripey, colourful thing. But it's attached by, and you can see from even from here, parallel wires with some sort of spaces between them. It's it's not just got a single mm. uh, tether to it. It's attached wires, to the top of the pylon. Well, they could be ropes. You can't tell from here, but they do have spacing plates, and you know that it's attached to a pylon that has uh, an electrical. Because you've seen the heavy gauge wires heading down. So the, sorry, just check that I've got this right. There, there is. Yep. <clears throat> the 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 pylon in the shed next to it, and the balloon is coming up from there, and there yep, are, the and there are way up. wires coming from there to <coughs> generator the station. Was past. it the big, was it the big building that we walked past? Sorry, sorry. Can I just just finish what um, Roger's saying? I'm just trying to work out where 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 the, where the horizontal wires are leading okay. to. You, you said have. something about a generator, I think. Yeah. If you're looking from the south to the north, you can see what I'll call the balloon shed because that's obviously where it's come out of, because it's got a big thing at the top. Um, to the left of that, as you're looking at it, is the pylon, which is higher than the, the shed. And then you can't see the tank, which was presumably a hydrogen tank mm. for the balloon, because uh, that's on the far side of the shed. You have wires that come out a short way to a post and then head south, as indirectly to you, from mm. the pylon. 
directly attached to the top of the pylon are these parallel cables. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, the it's the other end of, the, of those horizontal wires I'm interested in. They go all the way down to that very big building <coughs> you saw just before you were taken down into the uh, coal bunker, the one that's, at, uh, that's next to a pile of coal, and from which a very, very loud humming noise is now emanating. Should we go and investigate? No, uh, we need to get out of here right now. I have an idea. Get no, I'm, quite, I'm kind of quite keen on sort of switching off the humming noise. We well, need to release the balloon. You, you, you remember how, how far the trees were blown down. I think running away will not help. Yes. So is the balloon observation or is the weapon on the balloon? What is the purpose of the balloon? Well, the, it seems to me that they are sending an electrical While challenge to the balloon. Yes. Can we be going towards the, the, big, the, the big bunker yeah, with, the, yeah, okay. with the power I'll, generator? I'll walk with you if that's it. I'll run with you if you like. So, so if, a, if a cruel person, sorry guys, I can't, I can't, I can't track everybody at once. Whoever so would want moon... to nominate themselves. Okay, so we are going while we're talking. We're going to the big building where we think the Westinghouse generator is, is, is stored. Yes, yes, that's fine. That's just round the side of these barracks and warehouses. <laughs> It seems to me that if some cruel person were, were to disconnect these these wires from the generator to the balloon, it would um, cause some trouble to their experiment. And uh, uh, they they must have a cunning clockwork mechanism, so they, there will never be anybody in the generator house to turn it off when it starts to run wild. So I suppose my question is, is the weapon on the balloon and connected to the generator? Or is the weapon the generator? Or is it a combination of them both? I, I'm assuming the weapon must be on the balloon. Otherwise, what is the purpose of the balloon? Perhaps they've got a camera up there. Uh, but a, a, a camera, power, need... camera needing a lot of electricity. I, I think no. we need to release that balloon as soon as possible. Get it out of the way. It's our only chance of surviving this. Unless we're wrong and the balloon is our only method of escape. <laughs> Well, I had actually thought of maybe undoing the undoing the balloon and riding off in it, but I'm well, not very. Well, it's possible. My, my my pilot balloon is quite small. The, the problem, and then we may be actually taking the weapon away with us. All we need to do as <coughs> is disconnect the cables. The question is, do we do that with some of us on the balloon, <laughs> or do we do that down on the ground and watch the balloon float away? The balloon is thousands of feet up in the air now. Uh, so it's not really climbable to in 20 you, minutes. Uh, no, the pylon is climbable. The balloon most certainly is not reachable. Right. Okay, I, I, was, I was thinking of a wee, a wee short circuit. A wee short circuit? That is oh, also a possibility, but not, not, str <laughs> not strongly recommended. I knew no, this no. event would involve peeing on something. <laughs> well, don't sound so pleased about it. <laughs> <laughs> that, right, so... While this was doing, we were heading towards the shed. We'll now break mm -hmm. into a run and get into it as soon as possible. Right. This building is um, quite solid. It's not a, a sort of hastily constructed warehouse or anything like that. It is a big, solid, um, you know, sort of stone-built, brick-built type of thing. Right. Uh, it's locked up, and there's no obvious way to get in other than the door. It doesn't have any windows. It does have something on the top because that's where the uh, the two wires 
come out of, and of course they're supported periodically by small pylons. Um, that ladder that they were waving around at us earlier, yep. where did they take it? Where was it? The from? last you saw of it, it was just outside the gate with some uh, blankets. I mean, you know, they've been moving be stuff easy. out all night. Be it would be un- unlikely to still be there. Probably. Can we give these cables, a leg up? these cables are supported by pylons, small pylons. I mean, yes, just to keep them way above head height. So if it was simply right. to knock one of those down, have they got ceramic insulators as well? Uh, yeah, the um, the main insulation that you've seen is on the top of the pylon, which uh, Archibald's has seen. How tall is the building? How hard is it to get up on the roof? Uh, you could just about reach it if you gave somebody a leg up. Well, let's do that to get someone up there. Who's going up? Archibald's probably the person, I suppose, because they uh, know what to do. I'm thinking if the, if this is a heavyweight building, then there may be people inside it. Ah, uh, it's the easiest way to clear it out. Well, give me a Since leg up. Since it is a steam generator at all. You, you, may, you may call me cruel, but I would do the same to cockroaches. Uh, what, you're going to poison them? No, I think he's going to steam them. How? Well, no, that, that, that is where the timing comes in, you see. For, for if, the, um, if the pylon were to fall at just the right moment, just as they put the power through, that would not be good for a generator. I should know I sell them. <coughs> we could always put the power... I mean, one one other option, Archibald, is to maybe put the pylon to the building we've just come out of. Hey, hey. Someone give me a leg up. You ch- you chaps have I'll a chat okay. in front of the door. I will, lift up, I will attempt to lift up, um, or at least provide a support for Emily. Right, you are now standing on the shoulders of giants. Um, it's a bit of a scramble, but, you know, you've, you've had worse. There's no chance of your legs being chopped off on this one. So um, you, you're going to have no real difficulties clambering up there. Slight risk of disintegration. At the top, you can find... Uh, there's a bit of a sort of lip all the way around this place. Somebody's clearly been up here um, because there are cigarette ends. So it looks like there was probably a guard up here overnight or something. Uh, the cables <laughs> come in and go into a sort of a large box-like construction that's very, very securely fastened onto the top of the building. Right. Is there any wiggle room? There's no way to get past the cable in? Are oh, they... no, no, no. No, they go into sort of individual... Um, looks like there's some sort of ceramic arrangement. There's a lot of metal. Uh, could be are you, are you describing this? Yes, yeah, I'll shout it, it down. Okay, so there, there must be a way for the guard to have got up there. Yeah, if you look around at the far side, as in at the back, uh, you can see the couple of rungs of a small ladder that's uh, attached up the back wall. Okay, so on the, uh, not from the inside of the building. No. How thick are these cables? Now I can see them. A bit Easily more. as thick as your arm. And they're metal. No, uh, I mean they are presumably metal, but they appear to have uh, some sort of covering on them. 
Well, can uh, I rubber by any chance? Are you an expert? No, no but I probably am. Yeah, you probably are. <laughs> um, it's it's going to be some sort of insulating cover. Okay, there's no way in up here. I could all I can do to sabotage this is smash the ceramics. I suppose I don't know what that would do, Archibald. Let's 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 just think. Let's think. Yes, we have all the time in the world. Let's just sit and think. Aye, 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 aye. aye. Would you all like to just make um, a luck roll, which is basically a roll with your soul? Just tell me what your soul is, please. I am the Barry White of the party. Soul three, roll of seven. Yep. Um, Nick? Soul five, roll of twelve. Oh, that's all right. You're preoccupied. And Mark. Uh, soul, no, soul four, but um, also roll of 12. Right. Um, it, you know, you've, you've got other things on your mind. Uh, Archibald, you do notice uh, it, all the way back over to the pylon, you can see one of the small um, firefighting stations that they've got. Ah. Just a little which uh, would presumably have something like an axe, possibly some other tools. You don't it know. isn't there, like the Russians uh, to carry that industrial safety. It's a long way safety. away, though. Ah. Who's... Um, I've so, got a better body than you. I've got a body of three. And um, Emily's still up up, up above. Uh, Emily's up at the top anyway, so... You get something up to it. Well, I, I have no idea. I've just been tripped over and smashed my face. In so... <coughs> They're still counting down. What was the last count we heard? Well, <coughs> make out the last thing you heard, but you would reckon you're probably within ten minutes. So let, let us let us chop down one of these these little poles and see what happens. It's crude, but crude will have to do. Well, crude is a Watson Hall trademark. <laughs> <laughs> so who is going to, to try and chop down and how? Okay, so you reckon there was a fire station? Or rather, Archibald saw a fire station. Presumably, um, Roger, Archibald will tell me where the hell I need to be running. All right, so o- o- over there, big red thing. We'll have, probably have some axes in it. Yeah, it's basically okay, will... sort of, sort of um, like a post, uh, you know, a sort of big box that you open and it's got Beaters and uh, that kind of thing. It might know. might actually be quick if if I if I give Emily a hand down, um, she she might well, even I be faster. Anyway. She, could, she could just use the ladder. ladder. Whatever's well, quick. Yeah, I mean I'll run over there. I mean I've got a body of three, so I'm not that bad. Okay, I'm going to take a few moments to smash the ceramics. Any smashable things, I'm going to smash them up. Oh, I've just rolled double six. Uh, okay, um, what are you smashing them with? My foot. Uh, it doesn't actually work. Okay, uh, as soon as I... I'll take one blow, and as soon as that doesn't do anything, I'll run down the ladder and go and get something what, bigger. What Can you're she hitting... not make a martial arts strike? What? Well, yes, she can. Um, what you're hitting... <laughs> like a, you know, like a glass brick. Yeah. Uh, yes, it's glass, but it's actually rather harder to break than you might expect. Um, so you kick at this, and indeed, it, it's not just instantly... And do I think if I punch at it with my key, <coughs> it will shatter my fingers? Probably, but there's always a chance that you will roll a 12 and go straight through the insulation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fine. I'll, as soon as it's clear that it's too I mean, hard. I'm happy for you to try. I'm sure you are, you bastard. Um, and I'll get down the ladder and 
head over to where the chaps are. Right. Uh, was Archibald going with you as well, or are you staying? Um, I, I was assuming I'd give her a hand down. Right. But if, if, so... she, if she's gone out of sight, then I'll follow. I'll follow uh, Just go, William. go. Very well. Right. Uh, you arrive at the far end. After you've got there, um, Archibald notices that you have, in fact, run past another two of these things that you overlooked. But um, William's already reached the one over by the pylon. You think? Inside, there are three poles with a sort of uh, leather flappy bit of material on one uh-huh. end for sort of putting the fire out. There is a single double-handed axe in there. A Ooh. single one? Mm. I shall grab the axe and start running back towards the building. Oh, dinner bother. The closest pole will do. Right, closest pole is the one that sort of holds the uh, cables as they come out of the pylon and then turn at 90 degrees. So it's right up next to the pylon, so you can certainly go for that. It also has the advantage of being made of wood. Um, How close is it? From where you are, about 20 feet. If there are other stations, I'll run to one of those. The the wire that that goes over your head, not the one that goes straight up. Um, Oh, it's it's higher than the building, so it must be about 20 feet, 25 maybe. And there wasn't any ladder here? Uh, there is a ladder up the side of the pylon, but um, there isn't any other sort of portable ladder nearby. There might be one in the big shed, perhaps. Depends on um, where you want to take, Luke. When it, when it comes with down, the, you with can the ladder on the pylon, how close is it to the wire? Well, the wire goes directly to the pylon. That's its ultimate destination. So if I climbed up the la- climbed up the ladder, I'd get to where the where the wire is. Yeah, yeah. If you go up the pylon, then that's where the the wire the cables come in. But, you know, there's two cables that come it's in. Gonna... Okay. Listen, Loads yeah, of yeah. insulators and things, and then there's the arrangement that has the parallel wires heading up to the balloon, which is now that a bit of cloud has drifted in, uh, virtually outside. I'm going to I have the, I have the axe. I'm going to climb up the ladder and I'm going to chop the wire as soon as I can get within range. Right, uh, you clamber up there. It's fairly straightforward because it is uh, a ladder. You are now standing atop the pylon. There's a little bit of space for you to uh, to get yourself fairly solidly footed as you go to swing the axe. Uh, what are you actually doing? Trying to chop through the power line itself? Chop or... through the power line. Right. Just for me, can you say? Made it, Ma. Top of the world. No, I'd suggest you wait until you do your roll before you do that because it has a precedent, you know. So. <laughs> right. Um, this is going to require body. I have a body of three. That's what you need here. Um, so, if you would like to make a roll, please, and you need, ideally, a four or less. I rolled six. Right. You chop into it. And you've cut through some of the insulating outer, and you're, you can see you're almost through probably to the metal because it's got to be a fairly thick cable under there. It's going to require a few more hits. Uh, could you just make a second roll just to see how you're doing generally? Okay. Uh, and I roll an eight that time. Yeah. Um, still chopping away. You've got a couple of. You're not 
really a woodsman, you know. You don't no, no, use no, this exactly. kind of thing too much. So you you're missing a little bit, hitting it in a slightly different place. What, Chunks what, of the what, insulation have come off, and you are making some progress, but you haven't chopped all through. What, what, the, once I see he's having trouble, I'm going to encourage um, Emily to uh, chop at one of the poles down here as well. Right. Go <coughs> um, to one of the other stations and get the action there. Yeah. Right. That's what I've been doing while yep. he was okay. doing that. Um, something that you do notice, particularly you would notice this, Emily, because you're a little bit closer. Uh, you can actually feel vibrations through the ground now. Oh shit! Okay. And there is a the the pitch of the of the sound from what you think is the generator building is really high. We is, have got very little we time. We very much like it. Yes. But I'm going to jump. Can I make you grab a cable? I uh, shout down at you. Don't worry about the cable. Try and chop through the door into the door into no, the. Into no chat. Not in the time we've got. I've just got to get the cable. You, uh, we've got less than a minute. Full of minutes. You haven't got less than a minute. Yes, we have. I'm being dramatic. <laughs> you turn your watch so you've got less than a minute. Uh, <laughs> yes, you've got an axe. You run back and you're going to just uh, try and chop down one of the poles holding the thing up. Okay. I may have the body of a weak and feeble woman, but Which it is a better body than anyone else in the party. A four. What, what is it? Four. Bloody hell. Uh, ideally, a five or less, please. <coughs> four! And it's a double. Wow. It uh, takes you three swift, accurately placed strikes to get far enough uh, to knock a wedge out of this, and then with a big kick at the other side of it, you there's a crack and the pole tilts over, pulls at the cables, and stops. Hanging there. The cables really are very heavy duty. Yes, well that's why I'm hoping that if I chop this... I, I, I will lean on the pole that she's just chopped free, try to, try to help bring it down. Okay, uh, if the two of you would like to, uh, to work together, you can probably try and do that. Well, yeah, and I'll clamber up the pole, now that it's at an angle... And then chop at the you cable. Can pull it, you can pull it, it closer down to the ground. No, no, you want you want a long cable. Well, it doesn't matter. So, like, any way I can now get to the cable, that's right. what I'm now attacking. Okay, uh, can, can I? Can I have another? Chop? If you can take another swing, uh, you're in the same situation. Ideally, you still need. Uh, I rolled five. You needed oh. a four or less, really, to get through. But you are taking chunks out of it. Big sparks coming off the axe as it hits. The, it's not really designed for chopping through metal, but you're you're definitely getting through part of this. Um, it's over to the lady who is uh, slightly precariously standing atop um, Archibald's caber as he braces it. And uh, presumably you're jumping up and down on his caber. So if you'd, like to, make, if you'd like to make it, you've rolled an 11. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a thunk as she hits the ground. So swing! <laughs> <laughs> no, you you. Archibald falls to the ground with an axe buried in his head. You, you've overbalanced a little bit, and had to I've had worse. The pole, uh, Mark. <coughs> you may be able to get a couple more swings in. So, uh, if you'd like to make one more, um, okay, that's three. Yeah. Oh. One of the cables, you've gone through it. It uh, sort of there's a very very solid twang because it's rather under pressure. Uh, the post that you're now on top of, Emily, uh, because one of the cables has come through and put a lot of extra sort of sudden pressure on the uh, the other pylons, those posts are starting to twist around, and you're sagging rather dramatically off to one side. You're pretty much 
within reach of Archibald. In fact, he could get the he could grab the cable from there. He could grab the cable. Yeah, he could he could just jump up now high enough to easily get hold of the cable itself because it's now sagged close enough to the ground. Why would he want to do that? I'm, I'm just telling you where too. it is. Do we, right. do we not want to um, put the cable against the shed with all of the um, nasty people in? I think I think it's concrete. Is it not? Yes. No, there's quite a big metal bit. Archibald, do we need to cut both cables, or will one be? Switched? It would help. I fear. Okay, I'll hit the cable again. Right. Uh, okay. So you size up which is the right one, and you swing. Oh, six. <laughs> Huge chunk of insulating material comes off, which could make a big difference in just a minute. They're just standing next to it. Yes. Um, <laughs> well, I will burn to death before I disintegrate. So that will be. Uh, William, I'll try. I'm going to try and chop the other cable. Uh, you're getting cocky now. Okay, go for it. No, eight. No, same situation as before. It obviously takes quite a while to chop the <coughs> And we are down possibly into a matter of seconds. Are you sticking with the plan of uh, hacking wildly? Uh, do you have any bonus points you would like to expend I on this roll? Oh, yes. I'll, I'll make one more roll and use both bonus points. Oh, okay. And I roll a massive um, five, but with two bonus points. That would I be take a you um, you pretty much got the hang of this, and in fact, you're thinking of getting a log burner when you get back home, because uh, <laughs> apart from the calluses and uh, the fact that it's a bit cold up here, you're rather enjoying it. Straight through the second cable on the third or fourth try, the um, cable whips back. I mean, it's a, it's a huge thing. You have to sort of lean out of the way as it goes uh, flying past your head. Neatly Emily, you're on, the, Emily. you're on the ground. Uh, no, you're way, way down. You're yards and yards and yards away. Um, you are, however, now on the floor because the the, the cables are completely gone. The um, the vibration is extremely noticeable. Now you're basically face down in the dirt. Uh, I've been you in are, this situation before. The current situation then is you two are roughly halfway between the generator building and the pylon. Mm. William is standing on top of the pylon underneath, presumably the balloon at some point. And the cable is now... Both cables are detached from the pylon and on the ground. I, 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 if I can get up at all with, with the earth shaking and so on, I will run away from this. Oh, it's not shaking cable. that much. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I, I will run, run away from this, this still-attached bit of cable. I am going to go so, and hide uh, behind... Assist Emily if she's heading in roughly the same direction. I, I'm going to head in the direction of the bunker thing and hide behind it. Okay. That'll do. William... The bunker is basically in the far corner. You'd have to run past the generator building to get to the bunker. Let's not get close to the generator. Okay, further away from the generator, behind how, any building. How many wires are holding up the balloon to the pylon? Uh, looks like three with a sort of uh, circular spacer holding them. Okay, are they wires or is it rope? Oh no, they're wires. They're heavy-duty wires. Oh. Not, not quite as heavy as the ones you've got here, but still extremely heavy. Must have massive lift on this balloon. You can, uh... My idea is is that I try. Okay, so how far away is the the spacer to me? Too high to reach without climbing one of the wires. How are the wires attached to the pylon? 
Right, I am now going to let you know that if you continue in a sort of minute... No, no, my, my, okay. my idea is, is can I detach the wires and float away on the balloon? <laughs> you can't uncouple them. You may be able to chop through the housing that they're on. I will have a go at that. Let's... All right. I have no bonus points left. I no. Okay. Um, I was kind of hoping that somebody would short circuit the West the generator and cause it to explode now. Oh yeah, I'll actually... just take huge heavy duty wires and press them together. Would like you a... make a roll for me, please? It's <laughs> uh, a sort of a last <laughs> ditch. Oh well, perhaps I might as well take some photographs. Um, <laughs> 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 Archibald rips his shirt open and starts clicking at you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll roll the massive seven. Right. It's the same sort of situation you had before. You are whacking away. There's chunks of metal flying off. You're trying to get through the, the bolts that are attaching this thing. And it's at that point there is the strange feeling you all get of the hair standing up on the back of your neck and your arms and mm -hmm. your legs, uh, which is particularly embarrassing for you, Emily. Um, <laughs> no, I don't think I think There is a huge blue flash... The cable, you can smell uh, burning rubber, some sort of pitch or something like that is gone. Uh, there is effectively a wall of blue fire obscuring your view over by the pylon. And a very, very unpleasant sound to an engineer's ears coming from inside the generator building. Now, currently, we know you're on top of the pylon. Where had you two decided to head for? Um, uh, behind any building whatever's I... nearest yeah right yeah. you were roughly halfway uh, between so sort of by, over by the gate <coughs> here so your closest options would have been to run down behind the barracks or to run back up towards the balloon shed uh, behind the barracks yeah okay yes hiding behind the big the big uh, tank full of hydrogen <laughs> always goes down it's really well. Probably it's empty probably empty. empty. I mean, oh, well, yeah, no. That actually make things much better. Pressure. Yeah, it's it's just a, a little bit of hydrogen in a high-pressure tank. <clears throat> I'm just trying... <laughs> you know how much lift this thing must have to get those cables up? Mm -hmm. What did you think was going to happen to you if you'd managed to detach it and float away? <laughs> Uh, probably die rather horribly. Have you uh, seen that bit in Doctor Strange, love, where he... <laughs> Run it in reverse. <laughs> there is uh, a colossal explosion. You're just out of sight as you head behind the barracks. Um, cloud of steam, there's dirt flying over you. The barracks are not completely destroyed, but there, there is a massive blast. Chunks of masonry are landing near to you. Um, you can't see what's happening at all, Mark. The the um, the flashes and the fire. Something has actually set on fire the uh, the wooden posts supports. They're burning. <coughs> uh, when the smoke actually clears a little bit, you can see the uh, situation. But it's going to depend what's happened to you all. So I'm going to do a straight luck roll here. This is basically your soul against a six. I might use the bonus points here. Mm. Yep. Both yeah. Yeah. I, my luck, I feel, may have run out. I've just rolled a seven and I've got a soul of four. 
So I think oh, I probably so ideally be... needed a five more or less. I thought so as well. Okay. <laughs> I have, and I have no more bonus points. That's so, all right. So, I used them to stay with your part. Sold a three, used my last bonus points and but single bonus point and rolled a four. Oh, you're fine then. Um, you've actually what? made it, and that uh, you needed a four. And uh, Nick, so I haven't rolled it. I've, I think I needed an eight or less. Of what? Sorry, five. No, you needed a six or less. Seven. Oh, sorry, I, I was adding in my bonus points one okay. way or another. So yeah. we'll say That's eight seven. or less. Or seven, whatever. Because I rolled a four! Right, so that's um, two successes. Two you so, you are effectively being attacked uh, here. So, I've just rolled double one. <laughs> so, I feel that the man on top of uh, the um, pylon may not necessarily be doing awfully well. Uh, well, it's. You've not. You're not. You're a long way from the explosion. I mean, you're very close to the. And getting people. longer away by the second. <laughs> <laughs> so you know you're not going to have, have had anything too ridiculous happening. Um, <coughs> so let's see. I feel that the explosion bomb. probably won't be too much of an issue. Shall here we are harpoon. No, I, see, um, I was. I wasn't thinking harpoon. I was just what's thinking your body, more sorry? forty foot drop. No, don't worry about that. What, what was your body? Great. Okay, uh, so that's a hit, and Ooh. no partial cover from the pylon itself that you're standing on. No, yeah, no. Um, it, it is in fact probably because you're on top of a pylon that you're actually actually visible to any of the uh, stuff that's coming at you. But you never know; you might be lucky because this only does uh, I C and C K. So the correct column is, and I get a three, which means see the result. Uh, you do see flying towards you huge splinters of metal and wood. Something hits you dramatically in the chest, and you're blacked out. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, picking themselves up from the wreckage of uh, several buildings that appear to have blown over onto them, thankfully uh, rather shoddily made, um, you are both just... Uh, you've got a flesh wound each, uh, mostly from sort of crushing damage, but you're okay. Uh, nothing too serious, no blood loss. You've just had a pile of wood fall on you, basically. The situation, as you can see it, is that the generator building has pretty much exploded. Okay. Are you okay? Um, I'll check Archibald's all right. Uh, Uh, I feel feel a a strange urge to to come up with a snappy one-liner, but otherwise I'm well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, stamp that out. Good heavens, though. This is uh, Edwardian. Um... I'll look over to the pylon. There's no one on the pylon. There is a crumpled heap on the floor. William! I'll run over to the pylon at this point. I'll follow, but it'll take longer. Is there anything on fire? Any hazards? There are lots lots of things on fire, but you can easily step around them. You know, the road road is clear. 
Will you? That explanation was nothing like as big as the other one, though. Otherwise, we would not. No, so. I have as our first evidence that I am still breathing. Now, if this had been a repeat of the previous one, bearing in mind they bought a much bigger generator, it was probably designed to be bigger than the previous one, it would have been a much bigger explosion. It was knocking trees over 60 miles away, so um, right. you wouldn't have lived through it. If okay. a certain person hadn't made that roll. See? Now, will he have his big chopper? Do either of you two have any kind of uh, medical or Even. first aid skill? Did any of you think I that maybe a doctor would first be? first aid. You're I'm going to have to use it. Uh, William, William. William has been um, pierced by a large piece of metal, uh, which had the unfortunate side effect of throwing him off the top of the pylon and falling to the ground. And it's going to be entirely up to you, Nick. With everything you've learned <laughs> from playing Dr. Crowther, to. I see was going to can... say, how come he's still alive after being impaled after a nuclear explosion? Because you haven't I got just, to him yet. I just tap, tap a bit oh, of glass, a get a, a brief puff of air in my face as Dr. Crowther, and I drop dead. Sorry, you not that I wish on, to. You were on the moon, and I. You've got the rule book. Where are my first aid uh, rules? Uh, Where are the healing rules? Have a look. Uh, I, I rarely use them. People usually get killed straight away. <laughs> <laughs> um, first aid. Oh, they're not going to be that far down, are they? I must have skipped. Oh, so Emergency treatment. See rules on injuries below. Wound. Uh, medical skills, recovery, and death. First aid, stabilize wound, prevents them getting worse. On a successful roll against the recovery difficulty of the wound. There is no possibility of deterioration. So, what's the what kind of wound have we got here? Uh, what critical? we have here is a critical wound. That means a recovery difficulty of eight. So, you're up against a recovery difficulty of eight with a skill of four. You've used up all of your special abilities. So, if you can get three or less, <laughs> the hero of the hour is going to make you. You've rolled twelve, haven't you? No, I haven't rolled yet. I'm just. Uh... <laughs> It is <laughs> double one. Double one. Double one. <laughs> now, photo of that for proof, just to... It's all. Um, it, it wouldn't be recommended at all under the circumstances to remove that uh, that metal. But Emmeline, it just manages to pull it out of you and stem the bleeding. He's very excited with that. You're very excited, Every aren't you? Every day you save a life. <laughs> no, particularly your character. Actually, I suppose for you, it used to be, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's true. Um, right. William is in an exceptionally bad way, but you are confident he's going to pull through. Possibly not with his fleet. <laughs> <laughs> it is the essential sort of thread. <laughs> Uh, luckily for you, the, the, the area had been cleared and was mostly sort of spongy, grassy type uh, moss sort of area. So you you fell and it only upped the level of the wound by one. Yeah. And at that yeah. point, you hear a strange sound.
Isn't it hard to whistle on on demand? Mm. Sorry, you've only been taught the first bit. (laughs) (laughs) Several um, armed men step forward. They've got horses. They've come through the the fences, most of which are now down anyway. And um, they're rather sort of rough bandito types. But there is one man who was whistling who, uh, although he's he's clearly tanned and his dress much the same as them, uh, has a somewhat uh, British bearing to him. It's the Union Jack. He's tempting the entry, sir. No one line is, thank you. He's, he steps, steps forward. Fanshawe, how are you? I've, I've been worse. Ah, been worse. Bollocks. You're, you're still unconscious, I'm afraid. So. <laughs> <laughs> they lift your hand so he can shake it and then let it drop. I'm so sorry we couldn't make it earlier. I had a bit of a run in. He looks, uh, he's got some rather serious looking wounds across his neck, you notice. A uh, bit of a run in with the authorities, but um, got here as soon as we could. Looks well, like he did it. If, uh, well, if hey, you no sense of humor. Nah, been done for. That bunker's full of Russians. Um, a couple of his men are over there, in fact, and they look around. No, it looks like that uh, is more of a tomb than a bunker, but we'll have a dig through. No. What's Oh, yeah, it looks like everybody's been cooked, to be honest. Still. <laughs> almost like, I wonder what would happen if all of that power went through the ground as opposed to going up into the balloon in the sky. Or indeed, I wonder what would happen if a load of superheated steam suddenly went through the ventilation system. Uh-huh. Or indeed. They're a bit hot under the collar. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's a little bit later than I'd, uh, I'd hoped, but this is, that is essentially the end of it. Um, Fanshawe is going to sort of take a few minutes to to see if he can help with anything, to clean him all up and everything. It's basically a a case of heading back home. He does give you the advice not to head west, because that's where the Okrana are at their strongest, and there's going to be a a pretty quick investigation, because obviously if they were planning to put this thing into operation today, they would be expecting a communication very shortly. And mm. so when they get nothing, they'll be sent. When William that. comes round, there will be a wail of anguish, and my wax discs. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, that's interesting, of course, because those are buried, presumably destroyed. So you, you, yeah, they, they'd have been melted. Bit melty. Yes, but the, the lovely box they're in with the maker's uh, <laughs> dress on there. <laughs> Uh, so he's suggesting that you actually uh, head off to the east, where you'll be able to connect up with the uh, the railway, make for the coast, <coughs> and probably head to Japan would be your best bet. And from there, you can make it home. Aye, they seem China. very interested in Japan. As heroes. China? Mm, China, yeah, tricky on the borders at the moment, but... Um, Will they be the... happier going to China? Speak mm. Chinese, or Mandarin. Oh, well, yeah, that's an option. Um, just a suggestion, of course, but I'd certainly avoid the West. So how you actually get home is going to be another story. 
Uh, but for now, with just seconds, uh, yes, the Tsar will, of course, be involved. Um, <laughs> and possibly the Tsar's. Uh, the, um, the second Tunguska experiment has been uh, derailed. Foiled. Congratulations. Thank if anybody wanted to hang on to your characters, it would, because we may come back to use them, you've actually earned some points. This is wow. unheard of. Foiled by a school teacher with a big app. So, um, you had <laughs> give, give agents, every agent that survives points as follows. One, the agents prepared a sensible plan. Uh-uh. We had several sensible plans. You, 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 you did, actually. You had plausible cover story? Uh, yes, I think so. Mm. Okay, they behaved like idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, you get a point for that? Uh, no, uh. you get between minus one and minus three. <laughs> Minus one, I'd have thought. I think for Watson Hall characters, we did not. (laughs) 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 Okay, so individually, then, you will all get the following. Um, It's plus one there, plus one for that. You were captured, but you destroyed the complex without Fanshawe's assistance. He didn't have to rescue you. Uh, You are all going to get six. Big points for character development, um, and you can either just write them on, and if we come back to it, because there is a follow-up, you can add on, or alternatively, you you can have a look at the rules and uh, upgrade your character. Thank you very much for playing. Thank you. Thank you very much. I really enjoyed that. Yes. Yes. So I don't know what we're doing next. I will. Th- um, yes, that's a good point, Roger. I need to send you my character, really. Don't uh, I've, I've got some notes. Um, yeah, it depends on how much time I have. I have a, I have a fairly busy week coming up ahead, yeah. uh, but I could certainly do some Pendragon. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Pendragon's nice and easy, isn't it? So. Yeah. I've got a character sheet somewhere for that. I shall find that. Right. <laughs> I've got to head off, so I will uh, talk to you all soon. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Bye bye. Okay. Bye. Cheers. Bye. bye all.